Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. My guest today is Kevin McCashin. And Kevin and I are going to have a discussion about the state of the city message that Mayor Kathy Sheehan delivered a couple of days ago. So how are you this morning, Kevin? Good, Cynthia. So good, uh, good, it good. seems that, uh, you know, Kathy's, Kathy's state of the city was the pretty much uh, straightforward stuff. I mean, it was it's largely focused on the census, I think, was the uh, – was the main message, but there's a lot of little internal contradictions in there uh, that we can run through. Uh, She's really distressed over the fact that there's not as much immigration into the city of Albany as she would like it to be. Yes. Well, the the problem is, you know, like with all these Northeastern cities, uh, the population's been on the decline. You know, the, the high point, they say, of uh, Albany's population was 130,000, down below 98,000 or around 98,000, definitely mm-hmm. under 100. And so the big push seems to be to try to get the census uh, numbers up to 100,000 in order to be able to qualify for a bunch of other grants. You know, but there's a lot but, of contradictions there. But But, you know, the thing of it is, you know, she embraces immigration into into the city of Albany, but at the same time, she's not really doing, she's not helping minority and poor people in, in like in uh, uh, oh, um, you know, right sure. in the heart of Albany. Yeah, well, over here. Here's the, here's the contradiction. So you have, uh, as we know from the NPR and the census data, that the uh, the childhood opportunity index, uh, a scale of uh, 1 to 100, Arbor Hill, uh, you know, West Hill and the South End basically rate as a, a number one versus uh, a Buckingham Lake area, which is 89. We know that the unemployment rate in Arbor Hill alone is 46%. So wow. as you bring in more immigrants, as you bring in more immigrants, it naturally flows that there's less job opportunities or lower wages in aggregate for that population in the city. So, you know, you're favoring foreigners over your natural citizens. And, uh, you know, it sounds like something out of the radical right wing, but it's not. It's, it's, it's common sense. It's just like the unions that, that, uh, you see SEIU-199, these guys, these organizers locally like Sean Collins, they're calling for sanctuary city stuff. They want more illegal mm-hmm. immigrants, not even legal immigrants. They welcome illegal immigrants, and it depresses the wages, and it reduces the number of available jobs for the existing population, which is heavily minority. And, it, and they have, from their own statistics, 46% unemployment rate in Arbor Hill, and they want more immigrants. It's it's total contradiction. They just want a head count over a hundred thousand to get more grant money to get it for their buddies, their consultants to draw up big drawings. You know, the, this is the big thing she touted was this stupid Skyway, which is a seven eighty seven uh, ramp. And I, listen, I don't like highways either. You know, they're hideous. It, it was a different era. Uh, their big goal is bury seven eighty seven. They taking an exit ramp and spending fifteen million dollars. 
too. They've already spent over three hundred thousand dollars in con- to pay consultants to do up drawings or whatever, and now they're going to spend mm-hmm. fifteen million dollars for uh, a, an elevated park, which is going to have to be maintained. It's a it's another opportunity for crime to happen. They talk about it as a business incubator, but at the same time, here once again, you have forty six percent unemployment rate. You know, it's 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 crazy contradictions like that that uh, invite criticism. You know, when I when I drive down to uh, Grand Street to go to the studio, you know, there's people hanging out in the streets, and it looks like this. Yeah, they have no purpose, and and it's really sad to see that. And and and, and Kathy, yeah, and. and Kathy wants to embrace more immigrants. Remember when she was on um, cable news talking yeah, about immigration? Was, uh, Tucker, yeah, Tucker Carlson at least twice. Right. Hey, total yep. total contradictions. You know, we can't even service our poor and minority communities here. Here's another one I found from uh, – this is Center for Human Re- Services Research, University at Albany. And this is about best practices to enhance – uh, employability of opportunity youth. Now, I had a, a small business where I, I've employed, oh, hundreds of people. And I'll uh, tell you what, to be honest, my best uh, employee was a kid, his uh, name was Arcee, and he came in with the USCRI, U.S. Committee for Refugees and Immigrants. He is a, um, a Burmese Muslim, and he was my one of my best workers. And uh, but he, he became a citizen, you know, and and so even we would mm-hmm. we would laugh about it because his citizenship test, you know, an average American probably couldn't even pass it. So I'm not opposed to it, but I'm just saying, you know, what what do we do for this? So here, listen to this statistics. This is from uh, U Albany. An analysis of census data reveals the city of Albany has approximately one thousand youth, neither in school nor employed with the mm-hmm. highest proportion in West Hill, Arbor Hill and South End. 85% of these youth are between the ages of 20 and 25. Two thirds are racial minorities. 11% of black youth are unemployed and not in school compared with 2% of white youth. So where is, you know, they criticized Kamala Harris during the campaign for her old uh, thing where when she was district attorney, she uh, went after at least threatened the parents when the kids are truant because if they're not in school, right, they can't learn. And then, you know, on top of it, if they're not in school, they don't behave a lot of times, but at the same time, you have to somehow get these families back and get people to take responsibility for their children, a thousand youth. And so, and I guess these are all, uh, these youth are, these, they say 85% of the youth are between the ages of 20 and 24. So they're actually adults. And, right. uh, you know, it's, it, they, they are focusing on it, but it, the, uh, she said 50% of the growth of the city of Albany, or at least the new population of Albany, has been immigrant population. And, of course, on the, on the federal level, the Trump administration has shut that down to try to, to, try to slow things down a little bit. Um, so she's got to deal with that. So that's, you know, it's, it's easy. These guys love to go on and say how racist the past was, how terrible Trump is. But what are they doing? What are what are they doing to change it? And so it looks like they're, they're trying to get more sports. And she talked about renovating parks and stuff like that. But these are hard, hard problems. 
you know. So I, I really don't envy it. But but I don't know why the Times Union isn't stressing this almost every day. It's, it's a real crisis. This is where all the murders, all the crime comes from, the majority at least. Well, I live right across the street from Lincoln Park. Yeah. And it took, for, for a number of years, I kept hounding Kathy Fahey to fix up those steps because those steps was a lawsuit waiting to happen. Sure. So and it's just a sign and, of disinvestment. And uh, Kathy Fahey kept saying to me, oh, we don't have the money, we don't have the money. And then all of a sudden, they found the money, and it was supposed to be, uh, this is hearsay, uh, a reward yes. for, it was a reward for Dorsey for uh, something that she you know, that she did not do. Um, I, I don't remember the well, particular. Yeah, well, that, that's um, typical yeah. politics and stuff like that. And, and let's talk politics. about you. you talk Let me about just finish school. my point. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's typical politics, but the thing is, is, uh, you know, I'm more than happy. I don't think anybody brings up these topics locally, you know, aside from you or me. Uh, so much because they just, uh, you know, when you go on uh, public radio, it's just a rubber stamp because all they're talking about is the, you know, they're they're dealing there with their Trump on, you know, Trump is Hitler right. stuff, and uh, you know they don't deal with what they can change, you know, and that's just cowardice. You know, we can change this stuff. It's local. We have the maximum influence locally. The people in the Grand Street area that listen to Micro FM, that's what this is all about: getting them active, get them motivated. And uh, make right. a difference, but it's it's tricky because it's a one to one, it's a one to one difference. You know, it, you, you it's got to be person to person, and it's just uh, these big contradictions though that they want it both ways. But you bring in more immigrants, it reduces all those low skilled opportunities uh, for for existing citizens. That's a fact. That's statistically correct. It reduces wages. And so you see, they they fix here, and then they break here, and then they fix here, and then they break something else here. And, uh, you know, but, it, but yeah, you can't get your steps fixed at Lincoln Park, but they can find $15 million to put a garden up on a, an exit ramp. I mean, are you kidding me? Bunch of hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Now, so, remember, well, a couple, remember a couple of years ago when they wanted to uh, re, refurbish the high school? And yeah, they, they, they spent wanted all that money. Millions, millions for it. And um, yeah, 121. <laughs> right, and then you would get, you know, your well-to-do politicians support it, and they would they did it on a snowy day. They must have looked at the farmers' almanac because we didn't have much snow that winter. But the day they had the um, to vote for the for the school budget or the school bond, yeah. whatever it is, it snowed yep. that day, which limited tur- turnout, and all those people that were well to do and didn't have to worry about a little raise in their taxes or a big raise in their taxes, compared to the average person who's being taxed to death in this in this city, what, what did yep. it accomplish? You know, a brand new school, well, they, a nice mall, yeah. you know, 
I, I can't see it. Well, the, the the you know because these are they they think just throw more money at the problem, right? The kids the kids can't behave because uh, the school's not brand new. I mean, it's it's total garbage, and people let them get away with it. Uh, you know, right. they don't put the budget vote on. Uh, they don't put the budget. They should have election day should be on tax day. That's when election day should be. And these budget votes <laughs> for schools and libraries and all this other broke. I don't know if Albany breaks apart their library budget from their regular budget, but they do in Troy. And uh, they have they have them on odd days and inconvenient days and off days. Right. And, and they do right. it. They do it on purpose. Yeah. I of mean, course. it's uh, it's uh, for for people that complain about, uh, you know, uh, guys like Trump undermining democracy, they sure do a great job at the local level. So the Times Union today has, uh, today meaning Saturday, has uh, work, work continues on Albany High School's new two-story, 39,000-square-foot academic building. This phase of the $179.9 million, $180 million expansion. And so the graduation rate, you know, the graduation rate there is uh, – it's been as low as 55%, and obviously it's dumbed mm-hmm. down curriculum from years and years ago. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they just reward failure. And so 40% of the kids don't graduate. Between 35 and 40% of the kids don't graduate, and, and you see where they are. They're get, they get involved with crime. You know, it, it's too mm-hmm. bad. They should all join the Marines and, well, or join something equivalent, the Peace Corps, and go away and learn something and never come back. You know, because what, they just don't have any opportunity here. One time I asked Kenny Bruce, how many of the um, high school graduates went to Ivy League schools? He yeah. said, I think he, he said like either one or two, one or two out of a whole graduating yeah. class. And it's like, yeah. that's terrible. And then they pour millions into refurbishing the walls and and the bricks and everything else, and you know they're not preparing. Yeah, they don't have kids. The, yeah, yeah, they don't have the uh, basic fundamentals down. You know, and they're just worried about facilities. So it's, uh, you know, they have control. The teachers' unions have control of everything. You can make six figures. Uh, you know, you can retire really wealthy, and uh, it just is what it is. Now, have you been following the uh, political scene? Sam Fine, uh, I met, I heard you mention, is challenging um, McDonald. Yes, that'll be interesting. We'll see. You know, McDonald is, uh, he may be a nice guy, but they're pretty tough political people. And so uh, Fine better have his act together. Now, the, the interesting thing, so you have petition season is most likely, I think, in um, – March and then the primary is right. June. So McDonald is McDonald also had a primary. Uh, Carolyn McLaughlin opposed her in 2012. So he that, beat her that then. Was so the first time he you know. ran. that was the first time he ran. Yeah, much opposition since then. No, not at all. Not at all. And usually yeah. you're not going to have any Republican opposition. Because they just don't run, you know. So that right. is the election. Your election for assembly is June. <laughs> it's because the September election won't matter. I mean, Sam may Sam may be on the working part, you know, the working family line or something like that. But other than that, right. it's not going to be. 
you know, much. So the 2020 political calendar shows uh, petition season is, uh, let me see here. Well, the the primary early voting dates, so you're going to have early voting dates again for even the primary. So your primary election is June 23rd. Okay. And the general election is no, November 3rd. So you got early voting dates for the primary uh, June 13th to June 21st. And then we have early mm-hmm. voting again October 24th to the 1st. Now, the interesting thing is you got the Board of Elections down there. I assume they'll be voting right at the Board of Elections down, down the hill from you. Right. So. Right. And that's Sam's district, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it is. Sam, Sam, yeah, San Fine's district is that end of the city, I think. So, it, uh, I mean, it's nice. He's a minority majority district. Yes. Hmm? Yeah, well, they must be happy with the representation because he wins. And um, we'll see uh, what happens. I mean, it's good to have any primaries. It's such a rare thing. Uh, you know, they, they did for the le- the county legislature had a bunch of primaries, but then they have just have no general election. So yeah, but just, so the election is right. basically the the election for assembly is basically June twenty third. I don't think there's going right. to be any other too many other primary people, but so that should be now, good. You, now the you, other interesting thing is the yeah. crime statistics. Kathy had the crime statistics at a reduction in five percent, but they're going to still hire fifty cops. So the question we were asking over at Talk 1300 between me and Vandenberg was, uh, you know, why if you're if you're able to reduce your crime rate by five percent right now, why why do you need to hire 50 more cops? And so that's kind of interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, does in Albany? I know he. She asked for twelve and a half million every year. Um, yes. From what you understand, is there a? Um, are we in a deficit? Well, there's always a deficit because that they just make it that way. <laughs> you know, okay. it, the problem is like I, I have a, I have to get into the budget big time. My question is this: so they've had budgeted for fifty more police officers all these years, but they raise taxes every year. So a lot of times a budget trick, a municipal budget trick is this. You put jobs in the budget that don't exist, and then you transfer the money later on. And so that's a, a big game that's been going on. So, you know, if they had 50 more cops they've required in the budget for the past few years, they could have just cut those positions, not hired the people, which they didn't, and then not raise taxes. So stuff, little stuff like that drives me crazy. I'd, I'd have to research more to find out. Wasn't there a number of cops that are on the chopping block? Well, there's eight from the disciplinary uh, issues associated with uh, 521, 1st Street. So they're looking to fire three and discipline five more. But uh, I'm not sure that they were making cuts in police officers, they, I think they've been having trouble recruiting and stuff like that. And obviously with retention, because if you hamstring your police officers or you're, you're questioning their judgment, you, I think you're going to see a big spike in crime. New York city also, as much as from a, a defense attorney perspective, I really like the bail reform because the rich and poor should be equal and there's no guarantee, uh-huh. uh, you know, 
you get out on bail, you commit a crime. If you're not on bail, you commit a crime. But I'm not sure that that is exactly what's going on because they're seeing a lot of repeat offenders. So it's kind of early to find out what the impact of bail reform is going to be. But in New York City, they said automotive vehicle threats, uh, thefts in the past month are up 60%. 60%. So we'll see if there's a, we'll see if there's a spike in crime associated with the, with the no-cash bail. I mean, overall, it's not a bad thing, but, but they don't leave any discretion for the judge. So you had Judge Carter got suspended or removed from all of, George, of uh, David Soros's cases. So I think there was a, a complaint, an ethical complaint or something filed against Carter. That was uh, reported by Bob Gavin at the Times Union a while ago. So uh, we'll see. So uh, there was an article the other day that said that uh, $1 million is allocated to fight Albany blight. What do you think of that? Well, this is a fascinating thing because the the money was from – a $670 million settlement by the New York AG. It started under Schneiderman, or Schneiderman took part of an, part in a $5 billion settlement associated with, you know, the mortgage, the, the housing collapse and mortgage fraud and stuff like that, or de facto mortgage fraud. They were able to extract a $5 billion settlement. $670 million went to the state of New York, and um, from that, I'm trying to find out how they do that because they just took it and shifted it to the programs that they wanted them to go to versus it going mm-hmm. into a general fund. And so I'm always fascinated with the, the way they do that. So I got a couple of lawyers looking at that because I, it's above my pay grade because I've been looking at it long enough, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to try to target stuff. It's uh, hiring another lawyer. It's um, trying to help them people set up their wills. You know, it's really weird stuff that the private sector would normally do, but things are just so busted in Albany that, uh, you know, they're going to, they, they have to get bigger and bigger to try to help out with what's basically a a failing city. You know, the the whole state of the city just, they said, well, the city's rising. Well, the city's failed, you know, otherwise they wouldn't be talking about rising. You know, the development you really see is, you only see apartment development. It would, you know, who who's ever built a factory in Albany? What where what 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 manufacturing places in Albany? There's none. It's all, it's all apartments. You know the, 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 the apartment the apartment complexes really perplex me because they go for quite a bit of money, and the economy in Albany. Is there enough jobs to sustain all that uh, that new luxury apartments that are being built? Yeah, well, that you know, that's the, the beautiful thing is uh, that's their problem. <laughs> it, you know, it's their problem in the sense of, you know, capitalism works this way. You make a prediction. You know, I had a small business that failed because I got wiped out by the internet as well as wiped out by the uh, 2008 recession, and. That's all it is. You're just taking a chance. You're taking a risk. And if you did good, you get rich. And if you didn't, you go out of business and you wreck your life. You know, or you go bankrupt like Trump seven, eight times, you know, until you figure out like these developers on how to leverage government. You know, you, when you look at Trump, he's doing he, – he, he got wealthy doing the same exact thing that all these developers do in Albany. They get these massive tax breaks. 
and then they and then you know they're allowed the city of Albany is allowed to give uh, payments in lieu of taxes, so big, massive tax breaks. But at the same time, they have to be bailed out to the tune of twelve point five million every year by every other taxpayer in New York State. They should be right. they shouldn't be able to give out those tax breaks. You know, I mean, here they're giving away tax breaks, but but they have to but they're bankrupt every year. Basically, right? Yeah. Because if they're twelve point five right. million short, they're right. bankrupt every year. So she, it's just she all this to, craziness. She goes to the legislature every year for the twelve point five million. Do you think she does that as a given, and she's careless or lazy and not cleaning? Well, house? I think it's good. it's a it's you know here's what it is. If she can get it, you go you go get it. That's her job. You know, but at the same time, DiNapoli just had a report that New York State taxpayers paid uh, 25 billion more in taxes to the federal government than we get back from fe- in federal aid. So that's a mm-hmm. failure of Schumer, Tonko, Gillibrand, everybody who's in D.C., Delgado. Mm-hmm. They should be getting back as much federal tax aid as we send in income taxes, and they don't. Some some years it's forty billion, some years it's twenty five billion, and so the problem is you got guys like Sam Fine who are ready to tax the wealthy in New York City. The wealthy are just going to pick up and move. You know, I I I truly believe that they had a big shortfall in revenue this year because and it's seventy percent of the state's income comes from income tax, seventy percent, and that's all that Wall Street casino stuff. It's all the you know how Wall Street's just a big casino really. And so it's all from taxes on their bonuses. And so the more they hit them, it's no big deal for some, for even Wall Street to pick up and move. So we'll see what the assembly does. The, or the, the assembly and the Senate are 100% Democratic now. They can tax anybody they want. They can do anything they want. So we'll, it's going to be really fascinating to see how they continue to provide the services that they say everybody needs and loves and at the same time continue to retain the wealthy who provide Seventy percent of their revenue for the state, and that's why you're seeing um, Cuomo wants to borrow three billion dollars to do his green project because they have no tax revenue. They're short. They're short six billion on their Medicaid stuff, and they're mm-hmm. punting it back to the county. So they're gonna they're gonna make Dan McCoy figure out, hey, if you want to provide more Medicaid, so either you're gonna cut Medicaid services or you're gonna cut who's eligible for Medicaid or you're gonna raise property taxes. That's what the that's mm-hmm. what the choice is. That's how they're filling the gap. So it's uh it's a real fascinating time to see. You know, you just gotta watch California, see what happens in California and think you know, they're losing population too. And so yeah. the, the, there's limits to expanded government, you know. I I gotta say this, I only have about two minutes left, but you know, with all the stuff that's going on in Washington and, and all of the bickering and hatred and stuff. You know, you and I are kind of like a role model for people who have different philosophies that we could talk civilly, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, I would never attack <laughs> you personally, Cynthia. I only attack people like Kathy for being lazy. <laughs> you know, they they got to listen. You know, they're trying to do the best. I believe they, they believe in uh, what they believe. You know, you want the best for the country. I want the best for the country. It's just there's different ways to get there. You know right. how how are the forty six how are the forty six percent of people? You know, are there? It's just hard to see. 
you know, 46% unemployment, how are they surviving? And if you, right. you know, so if you want to, you know, are there jobs that they're turning down? I guess we would have to really get into DSS and how DSS well, operates. You know, you know do, get, what we should do, Kevin, we should invite yeah. uh, Kathy on the show and explain that. What do you think? Yeah, well, you could see if you can get anybody who uh, wants to talk. Right. You know, but I mean, it's, I, it's good. They should. They should be. They should all be willing to. You know, I, I and if you hold a position, you should be able to defend yourself. Our time is up for today, so real quick, in 20 seconds, give yourself a plug. <laughs> so you can find me on uh, Talk 1300 AM or 98.7 FM or Talk1300.com. You can listen online, and I'm on 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. daily, Monday through Friday. Thank you, and uh, this show is on m- Monday, uh, Mondays and then morning, and then Monday evening. So if you like this show, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Kevin, thank you. We'll talk next week, and thank you, everybody, for listening.